It's who you are, you know, what is written on the hearts or woven into the lives of other people. All right. Well, thanks for joining us here on the Essential Podcast. This is Tommy Barco. And today we're talking about family and specifically how to build the legacy you want. And I'm going to start with a quote here that I love. This is by Pericles, and it says, What you leave behind is not what is engraved in stone monuments, but what is woven into the lives of others. You have to be very intentional here. You can't just expect this to happen on accident. you got to do some planning, some hard work. We're going to give you a four-step framework here at the end to tell you how to do that. Before we get too deep, Matt's with us. What's going on, man? Nothing much, Tommy. I like this topic, and the one thing that comes to mind for me, if we go way back in our history lessons, and you talk about the Carnegies and the Rockefellers, and they amassed all that wealth, Mm -hmm. and if you recall the end of their lives, near the end of their lives, they realized that, well, it's not just about wealth, but it's about my legacy, and all these foundations were created, all these donations were made. Uh, And that doesn't mean you have to give your money away just to have a legacy. But as Pericles said, sort of touch the hearts of others. You know, that's what it's really about. And I think those are two good examples of people who finally came around to that idea. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. And it's never too early to, to kind of begin considering these things, beginning to dig in and starting kind of with the end in mind because, you know, hey, we've got a, a short period of time here and we want to make the most of it. And the big picture, it's just a blip. So uh, our clients focus mainly on two things. The first one's a work-optional lifestyle, how to achieve that, secure it or maintain it, a desire to spend time experiencing things and not you know, having to work, to be with family, to be with people they love. The other is to secure a family legacy, a family investment legacy. And we're going to unpack a little bit more about what that means and talk about it. But it really revolves around our pillars. We have these seven pillars. We've talked about this a little before on the podcast, but these seven pillars of our process, I'll just read them out to you real quick here. It's wealth management, risk management, cash management, tax planning, legacy planning, philanthropy, and then value-added services. And the legacy planning and philanthropy there are kind of intersected and are things that we can really look towards the future and see what kind of gift we can kind of prepare and leave for those that matter most to us. Well, in legacy planning, I think a lot of people think, well, maybe we're talking about leaving money, but it really goes beyond that. Uh, When you think about legacy planning, I personally think about uh, time. But another thing that comes up is mentoring, mentoring people that would benefit from your skills and expertise, which I think is something that, that people miss and can be not only gratifying for obviously yourself, but also gratifying to the to the mentee. So, Tommy, before we talk about the framework, why don't we do a quick rundown on legacy planning versus estate planning, which is kind of another buzzword in the industry here. So estate planning or an estate plan is pretty static. You know, you work with someone, a professional estate planning attorney or team to help kind of craft the strategy, to articulate some of the things you want. But it really all centers around physical assets. And so it's, you know, property, it's the wealth that you've built, heirlooms, all these things, how they journey beyond you after you're gone. It can be impacted by changes in your life between now and the the time you leave this world. And so it may have to be revisited, should be revisited, may have to be reworked or redone, completely even replaced sometimes. So legacy planning encompasses that 
as a small piece of that puzzle, but it's more the emotional assets, right? It's who you are, you know, what is written on the hearts or woven into the lives of other people. And so it can include things like family trees, you know, the questions that you want to ask grandpa or great grandpa and He's not here, so you can't ask him, you know, what are those kinds of things that you would want written out? All these things that describe who you are and and what's special to you so that it can remain special to other people. That's just from a memory standpoint. But then it's beyond that to kind of this highest point of contribution we're always talking about, mentoring, serving others. You know, it's not a name on a building. It can be just impacts you've made in the community, in the lives of others, specifically in your family, and how they can continue to move forward with the values, the things you value, your aspirations, your goals, deeply held beliefs, things that are important to you. How can you impart those into the next generation, your faith, of course, so that it can move forward and continue to just trickle out and impact people as it grows? So really interesting, Tommy. You talked about family heirlooms, and I, I kind of have sort of the, the tale of, of two families. On one side, I have uh, the in-laws who know pretty much where everything came from. They've got a grandfather clock that goes back 500-something years. And then on the, and I should say, they, they don't know much about where their family came from or their family history. And then on my side of the family, it's kind of flip-flopped is they've got a lot of heirlooms, but they don't remember right. who they are or they didn't document them when they had the chance from the people who knew who had what. But they do know the family history side because they've researched it and kept copious notes and that kind of thing. So I think it we all think it's not important until it becomes important. So I guess what I'm trying to say here is you've got to document it before it's too late. You're exactly right. Because if you look at you know where you are at this point, now, what are things that you can look back? Well, I have the benefit of hindsight here, right? You can look back into your family tree and wish that you had this information or had had been able to trace a certain family tree. It, you, you can't do it. Sometimes you can't fix it. But what you can do is start right now and look forward and begin to do this for your own legacy and for your own family and make it the way that you wish it were for you for for those that will be here after we're gone. So with that said, Tommy, let's jump into that framework that you talked about at the beginning of the show. Yeah, let's do it. So we've got four steps here in our process to help you build a personal legacy. And the first one is create your vision. So what this means is begin with the end in mind, right? A little obvious, but we'll state it that way and say this is an opportunity to reflect on what you value most, what you care about, and write it down. You know, consider what your passions are, consider any unique skills or gifts, careers and hobbies are good places to start with kind of the self-reflection. But one key here not to miss is be sure to ask your friends and family members, those closest to you, what they think. Have them weigh in on what, you know, they feel like your gifts or callings are, because sometimes obviously we all know this, we're a little too close looking at yourself in the mirror every day and you don't realize maybe where you're having an impact in somebody's lives or an example that you're setting for somebody. And they may be able to give you that feedback and allow you to kind of weave that into what you want your legacy to be. Create that vision. The second one is determine your legacy. So think about your legacy and you, you're in control. You know, you're in the driver's seat. We talk about branding and marketing a lot, kind of the behind the scenes here. And we say, you know, marketing is what you say. Brand is what other people say about you. And so I kind of think about the legacy the same way where you know, you have input, you can begin to chart and change the course, 
but when you're gone, how will you be remembered? What will people say? So determine what legacy you wish to leave and what impact you want to make. And like Matt said earlier, it's not just financial, although that's a big piece of it or can be for some people, but it could be institutional. It could be instructional. It could be fulfillment of wishes and desires, or probably the most important, in my opinion, passing on these values and life lessons that have made us who we are. Well, and combining the two, Tommy, I think if you uh, add in a little sprinkle in a little essentialism there, Please the do. highest point of con- <laughs> the highest point of contribution or your highest point of contribution. Mm-hmm. So adding those skills that you're best at that either you determine or friends and family determine can be a great starting point. And I'm sure you're familiar with the, the book and the concept of always playing to your strengths and working on your strengths instead Mm -hmm. of your weaknesses. So if you're really good at, I'll just use a random topic here, woodworking, let's say, and you're able to, I don't know, mentor a few people into woodworking. You're talking about, let's say you find five people and able to pass on those skills or ideas or things that you're good at, it's really going to have a bigger impact because, number one, it's not just one person who's remembering you. It's five, mm-hmm. but it also might be uh, maybe they mentor one single person. Now it's ten people, so the legacy kind of continues on. So combining the two with essentialism and the highest point of contribution, I think, is essential. I agree. Uh, pun intended, right? That's right. So, Tommy, what's the third step in the framework here? Third is probably the most obvious, and it's develop a strategy. So we're talking about a framework to build a personal legacy. But a legacy will not happen the way we'd want or desire without a blueprint and persistent pursuit of that blueprint's objective. So, you know, one of the things I love about essentialism is the subtitle, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less. And to me, what that means is that you're always evolving, growing, changing, and working towards this goal of less and in that version. But the same here is true for the legacy. It's constantly developed and refined, and you're constantly pursuing these objectives. But you have to have a blueprint to kind of guide you in the right direction. And the strategy, what you're really trying to do here is help organize your efforts and keep you on a path that leads to success. So get out the paper, get out the notebook, do what we talked about, create the vision, begin with the end in mind, look back as if you're already in the future and see how you want to be remembered, what's important to you, what you're good at, help determine what kind of pieces of that you want to leave as a uh, significant impact and, and develop a strategy to help begin imprinting that in people's lives. You know, maybe it's a mentorship plan. Maybe it's, you know, a journal that you keep for those after you're gone uh, or even before. We've got some tools we can provide you with to kind of help guide you in this way too. But develop that strategy, keep it in front of you, and check those boxes as you move forward. Well, kind of going back to talking about, you know, my family and documenting where, number one, where things came from, but also where the family history and the family tree and and knowing names and, and relatives and dates of birth and everything, it all starts with somebody deciding to say, you know what, this is important. It's going to be important to somebody, even if it's just one person. So having that strategy helps sort of make that decision to go and do it. Again, you know, we talk about writing it down or scheduling it versus creating a to-do list because if it's scheduled, it's more likely to get done because I think there's like 78% of to-do lists don't get completed or something Mm -hmm. like that. So having it 
written down and actually making the steps to move it is a big step in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. And the last one is live your legacy. And some of this topic can be a little morbid no matter where you are in life. Uh, You're thinking about, you know, us being gone, and that is a reality and a fact we can't avoid. But the beauty of this is it's not only what you leave behind, but the impact you make on others while you are alive. We've already alluded to that a little bit as uh, we've talked through this. But be sure to live your life and your values with your family at work and in your community because nothing is more likely to survive you than the impact that you make on people today. So this is you know something to, to begin to look forward and think about as you're examining the opportunity to leave that legacy when you're gone, but also a way for us to change and make who we are today better. Focus on those strengths, you know, create that life list, these things we want to accomplish, things bigger than ourselves, our highest point of contribution. We keep going back to it, but but that's the bottom line. So, Tommy, with legacy in mind, what kind of tools do we have that uh, can really help the, the listeners of the show sort of start their path down uh, creating their legacy? So one of the tools we have that we'll make available is our digital legacy checklist. You can find this at barcofinancial.com slash resources. And just a quick snapshot of what that is. It's a a way for you to analyze all of the things that will survive you digitally, you know, in the cloud, passwords to social media sites, photos, memories, things that are out there, how to archive or document that information for those that you love after you're gone. And it's really a a sensitive subject in a way for me because I have a friend who told me of a story where he has a friend that uh, he was also friends with on Facebook that passed away. And every year on this friend's birthday, people would comment on his Facebook page, happy birthday, and he's not here anymore. And it just kind of hit home where, you know, some of those connections are so shallow and somebody does not have control of, of his digital legacy to be able to to respond or stop that or change that information. And then beyond that, you know, capture those photos and those memories, access them and save them for yourself. So Facebook does have some tools there, but it's not just that, that it goes beyond that. And we'll put that out there for you. It's super easy for you to take a few minutes, sit down and do it. You can do it at your next essential planning meeting to just kind of gather that information and talk with your significant other about it too. So with that in mind, we're going to wrap up. Again, you can get that at barcofinancial.com slash resources. Look forward to getting it to you. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. And excited that you can begin taking steps to create, craft your legacy strategy and begin to essentialize these parts of your lives for your family, for those you care about. So appreciate you tuning in as always. Until next time, keep it essential. Thanks for sticking around after the music here. And as always, we appreciate you tuning into the Essential Podcast. Just have a quick disclosure for you here. Securities are offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. And advisory services are offered through S.A. Stone Investment Advisors, Inc.